Welcome to Caribbean Storytime with your host, Yolanda Marshall. Tune into various discussions about our beautiful culture, books, authors, recipes, and everything Caribbean. Your children will enjoy reading with Miles on Caribbean Storytime. Welcome to Caribbean Storytime with Yolanda T. Marshall. That's me. Uh, today I have Danielle. Danielle is joining me all the way from New York City. I have to say, I've checked out a few of your illustrations, and you are an amazing artist. So thank I would you so love. Much. Thank you. Thank you for being here. I would love to um, you to introduce yourself to my guests. Tell us all about you. What inspires you? Um, as a writer, as a as an illustrator, um, please let us know all about Daniel. <laughs> Hi, guys. Um, my name is Daniel J. O'Brien. I was originally born in Trinidad and Tobago, and I moved up here when I was eight. I'm a like uh, like I was introduced. I am a writer. I'm an illustrator, and all around storyteller. Um, ever since I can remember. I've been telling stories through illustrations. Um, when I used to live in Glen PT Valley in Trinidad, I remember going to a friend's house and him introducing me to old comic books and old cartoons. And I used to sit there and copy the pictures. And on top of that, my grandfather was an architect who was also a very good illustrator, a very good artist. And I used to sit next to him while he drew pictures of Superman. And as you can tell, um, I got my in with art when it comes to comic books. But a lot of my work has always been geared towards fantasy and more of the children's illustration aspect of things. Um, people I'm, um, I'm influenced by are Jim Henson, one of my all-time favorite creators and storytellers. Also Peter Minchel, Anybody familiar with Trinidad Carnival, you know, uh, who knows anything about Carnival knows Peter Minchel. He is one of the most beautiful designers I've ever seen. Um, he uh, used to put out bands way back in the day, way back in the 80s, and recently started putting together bands again, and it feels as if he hasn't lost a step, just as beautiful. Um, and my family, in every way, shape, and form, are carnival babies. My dad, uh, his father, you know, um, used to play in mass all the time. My dad and mother, my family go down just about every year. Not me per se. You know, mm -hmm. I go down every once in a while because of work and so on and so forth, but they don't miss carnival. And my most recent book called the Carnival Prince is based on two of my biggest loves, you know, which is folklore, which is, Trinidad Carnival and family in general. And, you know, growing up, I was introduced to folklore through my grandmother who got me a book and I just sat there and I started reading and I started pulling all these stories about Gwen and, and, and Papa Boy and Mama Glow and all these different characters. 
Yes. Not not just reading, but just uh, the interaction yeah. is something special to me. Um, and having them hear their language being spoken or, or seeing their language being written down in text. Like I said before, I tried to make this as authentic as, as, authentic as possible, even down to the language. So uh, just to give you a basic plot of The Carvel Prince, um, enter the boy with the stubby antlers. Uh, he is a son of two of the, one of the, two of the most well-known folklore characters, Papa Boy and Mama Glo. Mm-hmm. And he spends his days throughout the island being a child being adventurous, being um, uh, using his imagination to solve problems. And, you know, the new world with towns and cities grows up and builds up around him. And forever he's scared to, to reach out into the world. You know, as beautiful as it is, as, be- as a culture and carnival is, he couldn't find a way to venture out until one day that world comes crashing in on him. And he's presented with a problem uh, through the guise of the dragon. And now his job is is not his job, but his responsibility to help his new friend, the Midnight Robber, try to best the dragon and save Carnival. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. So I, I made it a point, like I said, to keep it as authentic. So even down to the setting, like when the kids flip the pages, especially if you're born in Trinidad, you know those places exist, those, those, those sets exist. You know, the language of the midnight robber is very specific in the way the robber speaks. I mean, that's what they call it, robber speak. You know, I, I try to keep that as authentic as possible. Even down to the characters, Chupsin and, and, and Patong and, and, and Mama Guy and all that different stuff, yes. I made sure to pull in as much as possible. I sat with relatives that still live in Trinidad and had them read the dialogues. Like, does this feel authentic to you? And I workshopped it as much as possible. So, you know, getting it to out into, out to, out into the world where Trinidadian kids see it and they read it and they say, oh, that's, that's the way I speak. And seeing their faces light up, say, because of that recognition, that's amazing. And at the same time, taking it to a school in Brooklyn where they, not you know only about five percent of the kids are actually from the islands, and still having them connect to, with the story because you know who doesn't love fantasy as a child? Who doesn't love imagination? Who doesn't love making costumes and That's and, and big bright colors? And you're learning something on top of that as well. You're learning you're technically learning another language as you're going through the book, and that's what I you know. That's my labor of love. That's what I wanted to put out there in the world. And I'm hoping in the next few years to release more of that story. And also currently working with Caribbean Reads. Um, the, the amazing, I think you've spoken to her before. Yes. Um, yes. Approached me a few months ago to illustrate one of her stories. So for the past month, I've been putting together the sketches. And I'm now jumping into the workup uh, illustration part of the book. And we're hoping to be done before the end of the year. So you'll be hearing, I'm not going to give you, I'm not sure if I can give too much of the story away, Mm -hmm. but it lends lends the island culture. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be colorful. And the, the, um, the words, the poetry of, of, of Miss Mitchell are are amazing. 
and, t- and tell a story all the, all by themselves. So I'm hoping that the finished product will do her words justice. Wow. And I look forward to that. I, I really do. Um, you know, when you were talking about uh, the Carnival Prince, I don't know, maybe it's just me and my imagination, but I'm like, you know, when they do like the mass bands um, competitions, kings and queens and such, we have that here for Caravana. I'm yes, like, yes. Yes. You know, I go, could you imagine if this story is depicted where you have a little kid nicely decked out in a little costume trying to enjoy the nice nature and, you know, he has to go fight this dragon, you know? <laughs> well, so it's that, like, yeah. Could you imagine uh, that? And the dragon would be this massive float <laughs> with fire and all this. But, you know, at the end of it, the dragon prancing around, he got chased off the stage. I think... Maybe it's just my imagination, but I picture that. I just, I picture it as like, could you imagine if they put this into a nice little skit on a king and queen carnival, um, you know, uh, competition? (laughs) It's it's funny that you say that because, you know, going back to the very beginning, you know, two of my biggest influences are Jim Henson and uh, Peter Minchel. And I designed these characters specifically to be built. Wow, you know as much, and uh, I'm very, I'm very much in talks with uh, a stage production company and puppet makers, and trying to see if I can put this project together. Because, like I said, I'm a storyteller. Like, yes, I'm an illustrator first. Yes, but I want to try to tell this story in every way, shape, or form possible. And that and you if have. I can, yeah, and I was like, was like, um, when you look at the dragon, you know, anybody that. Once you pick up that book, I promise you will, you will not be disappointed. But once you get to that dragon, you're going to see the inspiration of Jim Henson and Peter Minchel and how large and and in charge this, and colorful this character is. Yes. And understand, like, this was, in my head, my final goal was to have this be real. Yes. And interacting with real people. You know, so hopefully, knock on wood, somewhere down the road, we'll be seeing that as well. But... I have more stories to tell with these characters on top of that as well. So we'll see as, as, as the years go on. Yes. I mean, they're this, I mean, these characters are just, you know, as you say, it's folklore. It's, it's a, it's a permanent history. It's something that we can read and and it, it can always be built on and, you know, you're coming back for more stories from them. How we grow, we grew up, um in the caribbean i I'm, I'm from guyana and you know i remember as a kid you have a nancy stories right yes and of course the spider got into so much trouble and i bet the spider can get into trouble up to today oh absolutely <laughs> Ab- absolutely and, yeah and, and 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 these characters are the new age it, it's 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 advanced it's colorful it it I mean, it's binding to the culture and you can build so much on this. And as I said, like as a as a Caribbean parent, these are the kind of characters I'd love to see on my son's wall. These are the kind of characters as a kid I'd like him to think about when he goes to see um, Carnival, when he goes to see a nice band launch and such, you know, and he could picture these little things. You know, kids, they're they're creative and you you want to give them literature they can relate to, they can expand and 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 um, you know, make sense of it in their real world, you know? 
as much as they're capable of doing, you know, being like, hey, this looks like that dragon from, you know, the Carnival Prince and, you know, and, and all the characters. But these are these are legit strong characters. And I, I am so impressed. If it's one thing I looked at this and I'm like, this is just like the beginning. Like, this is just a world that I've been waiting for. This, this is, you know, like when you look at this, it's like, whoa, like, where have you been? And, um, you know, but I, I love your work. And, and once again, my imagination, I'm like, I'm, and I bet anything, I'm going to be seeing like a cartoon from you or something. Like, this is the kind of storytelling and, and, and um, illustration that, I would one day love to see in a cartoon playing in many Caribbean um, nations, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm American, Canadian, everywhere around the world. Like these are the representative we'd like to see. So, you know, as much as you, you have a series and such, like, I hope one day that I can see this on a cartoon. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> once, w- once again, knock on wood. Um, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see. We'll see where this goes. You know, yeah. as 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 I'll, I'm going to keep doing this as long as I find joy in doing this, and yes. you know, it's something you know, it's something that I love. So I don't see it happening anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> but at least there's there's always potential for it. There's exactly. always potential. It's not going anywhere. There are so many Caribbean children and and children around the world that would love to read stories about our culture. We come from a beautiful culture. I would have to say Trinidad is a, is is a very nice country. It's a it's a beautiful country. Um, I was there in uh, was it two thousand? Yes, um, okay. and I'd really love to go back again. Uh, hopefully uh, soon, you know, during Carnival or sometime. But even if it's not Carnival, it's just to just to venture there and and enjoy it once again. I think Carnival time would be the best. Eh? <laughs> oh, it, it, abs- it absolutely is. But there's yeah. also, you know, you can't beat um, Christmas in Trinidad. Oh, gosh, yes. Christmas. Well, you know, I would have mm-hmm. to do Christmas in Guyana first before Trinidad because <laughs> I would get a good cuss out. But of course, oh, Lord, and the parang and the pastels. And I would tell you last last Christmas I made parang. And, and I mean, I listened to parang and I made pastels. And um, nice. I don't want to brag, but it did come out real good. I made sure and follow the ingredients to the tea. I had my banana leaf and everything right here in Toronto in the snow. Oh. I had all that. And um, it was actually quite good. My first batch was kind of uh, the second batch. It was actually perfect. So um, I'm, I'm, I, I'm here for the culture, man. I really am. And I really respect your skills. You're an amazing artist. And these are the kind of books I would love to have on my son's shelf. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very much, Danielle. And uh, please let us know where we can visit. We want to know your website, where to find you, you know, and I, I and I would love to hear a nice Caribbean story of, from you. Like, you know, as a of kid course, growing up, you know how it goes on the show. I, I just, just tell me something. A good story, because you're a storyteller. So I know something growing up, you know, in your household. Let us know about that. (laughs) Well, see, I I spent the first eight years of my life in the Diggle Martin area of Trinidad in Alice Glen. And we used to own, my, my family used to own a house at the top of the hill. So I know this story isn't 
exclusive to the islands. Mm -hmm. But I can remember sitting in the road on the top of that hill, just staring out at the valley and just imagining all the stories that are happening below me. You know, and it's like it's like everything that's happened below me, and then you turn around and you see the rest of the hill and the, and all the untouched because we we were the last house at, at one point we were the last house before the the trees and the forest started to build back up again. So you had all the lights in the valley below you, and then you turn around, it's just trees, and you hear wildlife, and you know we had a pool there as well. And you, you know, the, when the rain would come down, the frogs would come out and the snakes would come out from the bush. Like we were so close to everything. And it's like, to me, that, that experience is something that I'll never forget in Trinidad. Wow. You know, like, you know, like we, yeah, we, we spoke about Christmas before, like you can't beat Parang and, and, and Pastel, mm -hmm. but that view, that um, location would for, will forever be, like burned into the back of my brain because it was such a beautiful, that's where I can tell you that's where my stories have come from. Like a lot of my inspirations come from living in that area, you know, so I, I can't get away from that. Yes. And it's always good. It's always good to have that positive image to hold on to. Um, I think a lot of us who are living abroad, we, we always keep those images. It, it, it just, you know, it makes us feel it is it's a piece of home, you know, um, mm -hmm. remind us of where we belong. And um, it's just the beauty of our environments, you know. So I would love to thank you and um, your website, please. Oh, yes. You can find me at a few locations. Uh, first, you can go to www.thebasementmonster.com. Mm -hmm. um, that is my online portfolio. You can see a lot of my illustration work, uh, more graph design. You know, I have different styles on, you know, I, I, depending on the project, depending yeah. what you need me for. And then for a more updated, more fun view of what I do from day to day, you can find me on Instagram at the underscore basement underscore monster. Perfect. And you can see, yeah, <laughs> say you can, you can see every day. I try at least three times a week to update it. You can see where I'm going with the new book. Every new project, you're going to see my process. Excellent. You know, process is, is like 90% of the fun for me. So yeah. hopefully you guys seeing it too would enjoy it. Yeah, I'm going to make sure and add it onto the podcast so people would know. And I would like to tell my readers, please visit amazon.ca, amazon.com and um, get a copy of Carnival Prince, the Carnival Prince in paperback, and um, in October you will be having the ebook as well. So for any for the Kindle, um, I I will put all the information on Danielle. Please follow him and get your copy. Um, I would love to thank you once again. It's such an honor, an amazing honor to have you on Caribbean Story Time. Um, Danielle, and you know, you're representing Trinidad real good, very hard. And thank I'm, you so much. I really love your work, and thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. Yes, thanks. And for sure, follow up. I would, you know, if anytime you want to come and read a story for us, we would love that. Oh, I absolutely, I'd be <laughs> definitely down for it. Like I said, like to get into character and be the voice of the Midnight Robber and be the voice of the dragon yes. is so much fun.
Yes, yeah. I would love to hear that. I really would. You know, you have strong characters, amazing illustration. You're an amazing storyteller. And we're honored to have you on. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.